Hello and welcome, you are listening to episode 106 of the Nearly Men Video Games Podcast, coming to you live on Twitch in Scotland on Thursday the 7th of April 2022. My name is Paul Kaczynski and joining me this evening is none other than Colin underscore NM. Ahoy, and again I say, hoy. And along with Blunderboy Half a Job 87, we are the Neely Men. And this episode of the podcast is brought to you by executive producer Hamster Boy. <laughs> We've nothing to do with the video games industry. We don't make them, we don't sell them, we're not even particularly good at them. We are the Neely Men, and at some point you've probably kicked our asses online. Hi. Hello. Here we are. Look, Tim. It's him. No, it's him. No, for our audio listeners, uh, I pointed the wrong way. Colin just failed the video test. You can't do now. It's because it's it's flipped. It's stupid. Stupid Discord with a flippy video thing. (laughs) Hello, Colin. Um, Hello. How are you? It's just, it's just us. It's just, it's just me and you. Us. Uh, uh, this is the third episode in a row with two nearly men, as I opposed know. to three. Um, the occasional men, somebody called us the other day. In fact, did we not call the last episode that? The episode was the occasional men, which I should have kept for this episode, but there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so the first, the first one, you had COVID, if I remember uh-huh. rightly. Yeah. Then last episode, I had COVID. You had COVID. So this week, uh, Blunderboy must have covid Oh, no, no, no. Blunderboy's in his budgie smugglers <laughs> uh, in, in the uh, in the sun. Oh my in, days! Uh, in Italy. Oh my days! We're all thinking about Blunderboy and his budgie smugglers now, though. Yeah, budgie smugglers uh, lathered in oil, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. slightly browner than it should be. I mean, we're really just saying this. I mean, is there anything else you'd like to say? Because basically, Blunderboy said, right. Mm-hmm. Now, Blunderboy says a lot of things. Blunderboy said that he's going to listen to the podcast on on his flight home. Not a chance. So, let's, I mean, there's not a chance. Not a chance. We, we could declare it. And so I thought, we'll see. We'll see if we if we throw a few grenades in for Blunderboy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so Blunderboy messages now. I don't know, you can't do that on a plane, can you? I don't know the rules. I've not flown about 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll know though if Blind, well, you know, Blinder Boy flying first class. I suppose you know he'll he'll have satellite phone or something. Aye, you know, you can aye. get Wi-Fi in those fancy ass planes. He'll they be could probably send a telegram be, or something. He's no, he's no sitting there with his knees stuffed up, his nose practically in some <laughs> uh, some steerage class. No, no, he'll have those like um. Mm. Fold down seat bed things or not? He'll, he'll oh, be you're right. Actually, yeah, you're he'll right. Be, he'll be he'll be on that perfectly capable of streaming the Nearly Men podcast. But no, he'll be he'll be on Netflix. He or done that. <laughs> he'll be watching some third rate slasher film without a doubt. <laughs> Dear Resident Evil's overrated. Overrated Ooh. Blunderboy. That'll get him talking. I think I just, I think I just heard a wee explosion in, in Italy. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, Colin? How have you been the past couple of weeks, sir? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Thank you. I had to shave off my beard for a job, and it's slowly but surely returning it's to come, me. I'd, I'd call that a beard is, again. Which is a relief. Um, I just hate being clean-shaven. Hate it. So hate I, it. if I'm right in saying you have to shave it off and leave a moustache for this part, is that right? 
Yes. Do you then shave off the moustache, I take it? Well, normally I, I would then trim the moustache back and let it all grow back, but I actually left the moustache this time. I was so going to say... Is the moustache a wee bit more prominent? Well, I, I was just curious. I, I think I would leave the moustache and let everything catch up. I don't think I would shave off the moustache. I can't remember. I mm-hmm. had to shave my, my beard for a part of my moustache fairly recently. I can't remember what I did now. Yeah. I mean, this is thrilling. Yep. Nothing to do with video yep. games. Nope. Just blunder boys, bunchy smugglers <laughs> on my moustache. <laughs> <laughs> There's your title for the that. episode. <laughs> <laughs> There's some oh, sort of porn dear. film title oh, in there. Dear. Oh dear. dear. Uh, let dear. me go over this. Congratulations, you said that word Whoa. correctly for once. Do you know what I had to think before I said that? I went, how you does he want me to say this? Word correctly <laughs> for once in your life. Well done. <laughs> Listen, Don't everybody. Start. Thank you so much to everybody that's got in touch for this week's episode. We love you getting in touch. Here's how you can do it. Reaching the Nearly Men is easier than ever. Search for the Nearly Men Video Games podcast on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, or your preferred podcast player. We stream on Twitch. Follow Colin at Colin underscore NM. Follow Paul at Paul Kaczynski, all one word. Follow Blunderboy at Blunderboy87. And let's get social on Facebook as The Nearly Men. Twitter and Instagram where we are at Nearly Men. Or go old school and email us on info at thenearlymen.com. Need all that again? Links are on our website, thenearlymen.com. So what are you waiting for? Deeds, drop us a line. Let us know, babies. Colin, that's a rather fetching t-shirt you've got on there, sir. Thank you very much. Yes, yes. Let me move my microphone. For, again, for our audio listeners, jump on Twitch on a Thursday night, 8pm. You can watch us for free. Um, Colin is demonstrating, or uh, what's the word? Um, modeling thank you modeling <laughs> one of the very beautiful Neil Men t-shirts that we've still got on sale you can go to printbunker.co.uk and pick up uh, a variety of colours of t-shirts and styles designed by the handsome Colin Little beside me uh, you pick, pick up t-shirts for fifteen ninety nine and the hoodies for a bargain Colin how much would you pay for a hoodie how much would you pay for a hoodie normally well I, I bought I went to see a, a theatre, a Disney theatre show, oh. and bought Sherry Bobbins a hoodie. Just a couple of and thousand, you was could it? Get, you could get two and a half of our hoodies for the price <laughs> of that one. Yes, the hoodies are priced at £20.99. £20.99, which is a bargain for a hoodie. I've still not picked up one, but I'll get one. Yeah, no, they're very comfy. My cats love that hoodie. Mm. And as a result... My hoodie gets covered in cat hair. That's the only the only slight thing I'd say about that hoodie is it seems to um, cat hair se- seems to cling to it. Um, but they are incredibly comfortable. The mm. near the men hoodies, incredibly comfortable. What colour is um, your hoodie, Colin? Uh, my hoodie is black, Beautiful and it bottle. is the Tetris design. Hmm. I Jamming. Um, so jump on over to printbunker.co.uk. You can find us under the Neil Men collection. Get yourselves a wee t shirt or a hoodie. Do it. Ooh. Do it. Do it. Listen, they're messing about. Colin, I imagine mm-hmm. you're quite excited about this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, news. news. Remedy are remaking Max Payne 1 and 2 inside the control engine. Ethan Gach at Kotaku writes, Film noir sad sack Max Payne is getting his due with a full remake of the first two games developer Remedy Entertainment announced today. Yesterday. The new compilation will include both Max Payne and Max Payne 2, The Fall of Max, and be exclusive to PS5, Xbox Series X and S, and PC. 
Remakes of the PS2 era games are part of a new publishing agreement with Grand Theft Auto maker Rockstar Games. Remedy will develop the games using its proprietary Northlight game engine, which made 2019's excellent paranormal thriller Control, while Rockstar will fund the production. What are you making of this, Colin? Um, this kind of caught me a bit off guard when I saw it. Um, uh, I love the original Max Payne. Ooh. The original Max Payne is a fabulous game. Um, I don't know if you played it much yourself, Paolo. Uh, my brother had it for PC. I attempted to play it on PC, and then uh, it, I didn't get very far because I didn't really know what I was doing. I think okay, it was PC, so- either or the, the Xbox. No, it wouldn't be the Xbox, with it? The original Xbox? No, it must have been PC. must have been PC. Um, it was PC. I almost certainly probably was on the Xbox. I think I did. I had it on PS2. Um, and yet, it's basically using the... I know it's the inside control engine, but I think it's also to do with Unreal 5. Is that right? Is that right? I might be wrong here. Um, I think it's to do with Unreal. I think it's a special version of the Unreal Engine 5, which of course also went into sort of full release just recently. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway, um, I'm quite excited by this. These are great games. Of course, the, 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 do you remember the defining gimmick of the Max Payne games? It was a very... It was uh, very much a, a gimmick of its time. <laughs> yes, it was the bullet time thing, wasn't it? It was indeed. It was. It was the bullet time, which of course um, was made. Made it became ubiquitous um, due to the Matrix, and uh, and it genuinely, I thought it was spectacular. I had a around with it was the right sort of time for me. I had a PC that could run this game ah. <laughs> and run it well. Um, and it was it was really quite something. You would you would basically you would you would use um, painkillers. Um, you would Max Max Payne would gather painkillers, and they would build up his sort of adrenaline level. And then on the mouse, you would use your um, your right right um, mouse button, I believe it was, which would the engage bullet time, and you could like dive around corners and do a sort of John Woo style. Um, mm. Uh, double gunning dive and blast a whole bunch of guys in the face and neck and groin and everything um <laughs> and uh and of course you would like aim for you know that way where in action games and action movies there are always lots of explosive things just littered about yeah, yeah. <laughs> at all points and um, you could aim at them shoot them and have a, these kind of like slow motion explosions um it was really spectacular it was a very cool game very dark um very sort of film noir, very stylish, um, and I'm quite excited. I'm very glad that it's not just like a up-resed re-release or mm. port of the original games. By the sound of things, this is a brand new build in the control engine. That control engine in itself is very good. Mm-hmm. Um, I've played, although I've not completed control, I've played quite a lot of it in PS5, and and it uses a lot of sort of particle effects and sort of a lot of the stuff that you can already tell is going to work really, really well with Max Payne. Um, Max Payne 2, the fall of Max Payne, is not one that I know as well as the first one. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm quite excited about it. Um, uh, I just hope they do a better job of it than the, the Grand Theft Auto mm. uh, remasters of late. They weren't well received, were they? Well, yeah, they just... well. Were they, were they well received? I, I mean, I think they did okay, but yeah, technically they had a lot of problems. Were people expecting too much, do you think, with the Grand Theft Auto remakes? Or do you think it was there was things wrong? I, I don't know. I, I sort of 
they were not ready. They were not ready. I mean, there was there was a weird bug that when you were moving your car about the road, your car was getting bigger. <laughs> <laughs> as you as you sort of like people were like um sort of like you know that sort of like weaving about in traffic each uh-huh. time they turned their car the dimensions of their car would increase <laughs> so so there was there's these videos where the car was near enough it would go from sort of normal car width to like the width of two carriageways and Excellent. stuff it was really weird gra- <laughs> graphics um people's arms were like four foot long and stuff like that and like really long fingers and things like that. just weird weird stuff that I know that Rockstar themselves weren't technically in charge of, but a company with Rockstar's wealth and should have been able to... They're putting their name aff- on it, you know what I mean? Yeah, should have been able to make sure that that stuff like that wasn't happening, you know? Um, so that was a bit weird. Um, Correct me if I'm wrong, was it a third Max Payne as well? Yes, that was a PS3 game. I I never really played that one. It's a much later game. It, it, he's in like Cuba. Um, oh, right. He's maybe in Havana or something by that point. Um, uh, he's in a sort of Hawaiian shirt. It kind of looks a little bit like um, Walter White or something by that point. Oh, he's got right, a sort okay. of like like uh, sunglasses on and a kind of beard and kind of almost kind of shaven head sort of look. Oh, no. I think kind of thinning hair by that point. Um, my memory of him is certainly what we're looking at here from the first game yeah Uh, certainly by Max Payne 3 he he looks quite different and stylistically it was quite different obviously you're sort of used to the mean and the moody film noir and the the rain and the dark and and yeah it was was, but apparently Max Payne 3 is quite good Um, Uh, I had to look it up there because it was driving me insane because they made a film of Max Payne they did with Mark Wahlberg. Well, that's, I couldn't remember who played him, and it's of course it's Mark Wahlberg. Of course it is. <laughs> I take who it. Is that, his co- who's his co-star in that? Mila Kunis. Mila Kunis. So what, what year bizarre. do you think that was made? Uh, that sounds about two thousand and six. Not bad at all. Two thousand eight. Oh, you do you go. know, if I hadn't said to, I mean, it, it was sort of right there or thereabouts. I was like, oh, very good. Um, yeah, yeah. Marvel, of course it was. Of course it was. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> I take yeah. it that was bullet time heavy as well, the movie. Surely. I don't know. Surely. I've actually that, seen it. I mean, that's, when I think of Max Payne, that's what I think of, is that gimmick. Yep. So if the film didn't have it, it can get in the bin. Oh, I'm, I'm sure it would have had it. Right. At some point, but yeah, whether it would have had it, I mean, like, it was the main thing of the game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so it probably didn't have as much as... I mean, I would build a time everything in that game. <laughs> Gosh. So we've got Max Payne coming. We've had mm-hmm. the Grand Theft Auto remakes, mm-hmm. uh, the recent Resident Evil remakes. I mean, has been Alan Wake. Alan Wake remastered. remastered. I mean, what's what's? do you like remakes, Colin? Or do you... Well, there's a question. Do you like remakes? Do you, do you enjoy them? Are you happy when they, they announce things of games you've finished, basically? Do you want to um, play them again? I'm not a big person for replaying games. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's only a handful of games that I've actually played more than once. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Generally, I'm more of a sort of person that'll sort of like 100% a game or like I'll, I'll do this much and then I'll do a bit of tidying up if there's trophies and things like that I like to get, especially nowadays that you get trophies and things like that in games. And then I'm kind of done with it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um I so, think it, sorry. Yeah, I, what I would say is, 
it really depends on the individual game. That's what I was I'm just quite about ex- to say. Quite excited about playing the Max Payne game, you know, remade. I really like the Resident Evil remakes. I think they're great. <laughs> yeah. I think they're really great because one of the things that I find quite difficult with Resident Evil, especially going back and playing old games, is the tank controls. I bloody hate them. <laughs> you don't like them, do you? <laughs> I hate them. <laughs> um, so going back and kind of playing them again, absolutely great. Um, but is, do you think that's because they're 20 years old? and You know, it's been 20 years or thereabouts since you played it. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I I do think that 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 you know. I also think there's a there's a place for these because there are games. You know, the, the original Max Payne's a really good game. I really enjoyed right. it. Mm-hmm. Um, this will potentially open this up to a, a new audience that that will get to explore and and play those games. I think that's quite good. Um, I was super excited about the remaster of. Jedi Outcast. It was oh. bloody awful. Oh gosh, don't remind me. Genuinely awful. <laughs> um, we got sent a code from it. And I was, you know, I was one of the few times we'd sent a code and I felt I'd been shortchanged. Because oh, <laughs> it, it played like it used to. As in, like, you felt like you were playing a game that old. It didn't feel it was like atrocious. it was done. It was really bad. Um, which is a shame because I adore that game. Mm-hmm. I adore that game but you know the the purpose of of them releasing it on ps was that ps4 that was ps4 um and literally doing nothing to it really just made me think what was the point and it felt really weird and floaty and and yeah that's what that game felt like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. back then because there was there was a certain era of 3d first person shoot ups on PC that had that floaty keyboard and mouse thing mm-hmm. which actually didn't feel too weird on keyboard and mouse it feels really weird on controller okay. and I don't understand when you were porting it to console why you wouldn't maybe try and do something about that aye, aye. Um, or else maybe just go oh, this isn't, isn't going to work mm-hmm. it's probably mm-hmm. not worth doing mm-hmm. I think we have um, to kinda, we have to split the 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 um, field here. I'm seeing a few things in the chat. It's like Dancing Toaster saying the only remaster I think I've played is Last of Us or Uncharted. I think we need to split the difference between a remaster and a remake. I think they're yeah. two, two different things, aren't they? So Resident Evil 2 is a really good example, I think, of a remake because it's, yeah. as, it's a fresh game. It's a new game, isn't it? I mean, it, it very much holds... Um, How would I put it? It, it? it very much harks back. It's very much Resident Evil 2, but it's different. It's a brand new, it's built from the ground up. They've, mm-hmm, they've added mm-hmm. new things in, they've changed things. Yeah, that's a remake. The remasters, I mean, the like, thing is, both those remasters that Dance and Toasters referenced there are, are good. But they are borderline a bit unnecessary because those games, the, 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 the kind of time between those games coming out and the remaster was not a long time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it's like a polish, isn't it? I, I, you know, I'm thinking of The Last of Us in particular. I, yeah. I, everything's just polished up a bit better. Well, they were also moving them from PS3 to PS4, and there's no denying that The Last of Us remastered on PS4 is brilliant. Mm-hmm. It really is mm-hmm. brilliant. Um, but, you know, is whether it particularly it really... different from the, the PS3 version? Or, you know, I play, as playing a game, if you take away what it looks like, and I know that will add to how you play the game, but... Um, does it play much different? 
Because I only played it on the PS4. I only played the remaster, so I wouldn't know. Uh, no, not really. Not not really. It, it just looks shinier, really. Right, right. Um, obviously, some of the controls are ever so slightly, you know, the touchpads used and things like that. Okay, but, okay. But, yeah, not dramatically. I mean, obviously, The Last of Us Remastered also had the DLC. Um, but you're right, you're, you're right. There is a difference between the remasters and the remakes. But there's certain games like... Yeah, there's certain games which I think only need a remaster. So, for instance... The you know an old point and click game like the Monkey Island games, for instance, they only really need a remaster. They need a remaster to tidy up and clean up the visuals. Of course, they added in Guybrush's voice and all that sort of mm -hmm, stuff, right? Mm -hmm. They're not quite remakes. They're probably a sort of line in between, but something like that's quite good. There are other games that benefit from a remake, and the idea of this being a remake is great. Rather than just a, a sort of fancy port. But it is a tricky one because there's an awful lot of these happening now. Mm -hmm. And for gamers of a certain generation, um, like us, um, who have played a lot of these games and also play a lot of new games, I, I it kinda depends. Mm -hmm. It kind of depends on whether you've got any real nostalgia for the game or whether you you, you particularly are keen. And and I think it, it it might stifle creativity if if folk are constant or con um, devs are constantly working on on remasters. Mm -hmm. um, but I thought you know Demon Souls on PS Five is very very good. Okay. It's, it's very good. It's essentially a remake. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's kind of built you know more or less. It was very good. Um, enjoyed that because it takes away some of the jagged edges. Although it, in a lot of ways keeps some of the diff, the things about Demon Souls that makes Demon Souls unique, right. and also also makes you grateful that Dark Souls and Elden Ring came along because you're like, oh god, I'm glad they don't do this anymore. Right? Okay. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. It's, it's a difficult one. I'm trying to think of of one that would really. I suppose the one, and and this is a question for you as well, is the one that would really excite me would be Red Dead Redemption. I so, knew you were going to say that. So yeah. say they say they made Red Dead Redemption in the in the same format, look, feel as Red Dead Redemption Two. Would mm -hmm. that is that is that a remaster? Is that a remake? Is it somewhere in between? Well, I think if they were to put Red Dead Redemption into the Red Dead Redemption Two engine, that would essentially be a remake. Okay. Um, yeah. I'd love that. I'd yeah. absolutely love that. Um, See, that's interesting because that we're now half in the time between what Max Payne is, for example. So that that memory of of a game twenty years ago, we're now going back ten years. So ten years would I, I suppose it depends on the game, really, doesn't it? It depends yep. on what it is. Um, I'd be all in for that. By the way, I hate how I, the, these rumors start as well. Oh, are they going to release a double bill of Red Dead Red Dead Redemption Two? No. Well, we've not done Hee Haw but Red Dead Online, have oh, we? Oh, my days. Might as well be doing something. Um, shout out also to the Final Fantasy VII remake. Okay, yeah. Although Final Fantasy VII and the Final Fantasy games aren't really my thing, um, I've played quite a lot of the Final Fantasy remake, and it's very good. It is very good. It's it's probably the best Final Fantasy I've played. As I said, they're not really my sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Um but but they're very good and and I think it's still 
I mean, some of the hardcore fans may disagree, but I've, I, for me, what I remember of playing Final Fantasy VII, the, the original game, I remember playing through, my pal was obsessed with it, and you know, you used to go around your, your friend's house and play video games together, and I, I would sort of like vicariously live Final Fantasy through watching him play, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, more or less. I would do stuff and we would sort of like come up with decisions and all that sort of stuff, and, and he had named one of the characters in the game uh, Barrett, who you know a very beloved game a, a character in the game he he called him colin so so i i was sort of like Excellent. living living in it um <laughs> as as he was my friend andrew um but you know i would like go away and you know come back the next day and andrew had played so many more hours and <gasps> we'd, we'd progressed on he would like fill me in on the story so i never really played an awful lot of it mm-hmm. um I've subsequently went back. I had it on the PS uh, Vita for a while and things like that, and I, I played bits off it. Uh, I certainly know a lot of the game, um, and and the remaster, the, the, sorry, the remake of Final Fantasy VII on PS4 and PS5, definitely, as far as I'm concerned, really captures the feel and the heart of Final Fantasy VII, um, whilst adding in new stuff. I much prefer the sort of um, Final Fantasy fifteen style combat where it's it's a it's much more sort of real time. It's it's still turn based, but it feels much more you have much more control of the fight than right. than you did before where it was basically hit the enemy and then wait for them to hit you right, and then yeah, wait for the other one to hit you and then it's your turn to hit them back again. Um so yeah, I, I and that's the thing. I think if if you can you know, capture the feel of these games, but also give us a reason why you've done it. Yeah. Then, yeah. then it makes it feel a bit more worthwhile. It's, it's, it's about more than just making a game look shiny, and that's what I want to see is, is what they can do with this. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no denying it'll, it'll look super fancy with the bullet time and all that, but we're going to need a reason for them to actually, actually remake it. Yeah. Apart from just money. Here, 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 and, and Rockstar aren't about money, so we'll be, we'll, we'll be fine. <laughs> We'll be fine. <laughs> Another bit of news, Miss Little, uh, mm-hmm. certainly in your ballpark, sir, is the Sea mm-hmm. Thieves Legend of the Veil was announced today. Yes. Um, well, tell us about it. So we were discussing this earlier on. Um, John McFarlane... Uh, and his cleavage. Little, was, and his cleavage, and yes. His cleavage. And his spectacular cleavage. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know if his cleavage was that spectacular. To be fair, no, no offense, John, but oh. but you're, you're very low cut, cut short, uh, low cut short. <laughs> Get out now. But he's a he's, he's a very handsome man, John McFarlane, and of course representing Scotland. Indeed, all the way down there, rare. What a legend! Um, a genuine pirate legend. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so so a couple of days ago. Sea of Thieves released a little sort of teaser video with John McFarlane and a few of the team talking about this long-awaited Pirate Legends voyage. Um, basically, once you make Pirate Legend um, in Sea of Thieves, um, and you, of course you do that by um, by reaching level 50 reputation for three of the, the different factions in the game. So whether it's gold hoarders and merchants or order souls or reapers or whatever, once you get level 50 in three of those trading companies, you then can become a pirate legend. And and that un, uh, sort of um, allows you entry to a new a new faction 
which is of course Athena's Athena's fortune. There's a couple other things as well, and of course it's 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 quite a cool thing. Sea of Thieves now have over one million pirate legends, um, which which is a, a a real sign of the sort of longevity of of people playing. Because although although there's now lots of ways to get to pirate legend. And it, it doesn't take as long as it used to take ah, to get to Pirate Legend. It doesn't we, even take as long as it took when you and I started playing Paolo. Um, we didn't do it the and, hard way, though, Colin. I think a few people have reminded us of well, that. Well, exa- exactly. <laughs> You're exactly right. Um, and certain folk love to let us know about that. Um, but what, what has happened is what you then happen is leveling up Athena's fortune has been is very grindy. It is late game. It's something that, that that you're you're gonna want to take time, but there's not been a lot, and and a lot mm. of pirate legends who have been there and done everything else in the game were desperate for something else, mm-hmm. and and of course this is this is uh, this is rare. Finally, kind of kind of giving pirate legends something. Um, so they teased it the other day, and today they released a, a nine minute video on the Sea of Thieves uh, YouTube channel, um, which is of course the Sea of Thieves. Legend of the Veil Deep Dive. Um, and I have to say, it looks really, really cool. Mm. Um, basically, what it is, is it says a new three-chaptered chaptered voyage. Um, it's sort of... Um, I'm, I'm going to have mild spoilers here. I won't go too much into detail because some folk will want to explore bits and pieces about it, but I'll, I'll sort of talk more mechanically about it than, mm. than actually about specific things. Um, it's going to be a three-chaptered voyage um it's going to kind of it kind of brings in the best bits of of both tall tales and the standard voyages and it works on a on a three chapter um format with essentially modules that that kind of get moved in and out which makes it essentially endlessly replayable Mm. some of these modules are going to be kind of puzzle solving um following maps and and dig points and things like that some of them are going to be more combat focused some of them will be sort of riddles and all that sort of stuff there's going to be voiceovers there's going to be um uh kind of video sequences and and cinematics and stuff like that Mm. um on top of that um it 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 looks like the difficulty of them have been sort of cranked up a little bit so whereas you've got the sort of normal maps that you're used to in sea of thieves where you've got these at maps and you look at them you go oh there's smugglers bay or there's um devil's ridge um okay let's go there and dig those up the maps are more zoomed in there's a few different types of maps so so rather than seeing the whole island and going that's that island you're you're actually seeing a portion of an island so it's really going to be more about getting to know those islands a little bit better you're going to have to study the map a bit more things like that Mm. there's different types of maps and different types of puzzles and then what will happen is so the the sort of middle section of the voyages is is going to be the one where it'll kind of cycle in and out and it'll be a wee bit different each time and the the ending is a big sort of cinematic um sequence um which features uh, a massive a storm, a huge tornado, Ooh. and and a, a big a big essential sea battle, um, which which features destructible environments. Oh my! Um, it looks really, really cool. The deep dive's great. They go into the sound design of it. They go into some of the other level design stuff. Um, 
it's really worth checking out. It looks really, really cool. Um, of course, there's also a slew of new stuff, um, new like Pirate Emporium stuff and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, this also marks the, the Athena's Fortune reputation had a cap, a cap at 20. Um, so I know a lot of folk are there. I'm only at level 10, Athena's Fortune at the moment, so mm-hmm. I've, I've got a bit to go, but they're raising it to 30 which also is going to give some of those people that have kind of maxed out Athena's fortune something to work towards again. Yeah, yeah. That sounds um, exciting. It looks really cool. Um, it's it's an interesting one as well because, it, it, you know, Rare have kind of given it the... They've kind of done it in a sort of rare way where... Um, and, and what being a pirate legend represents, only pirate legends can start this voyage, but you don't, you don't all have to be pirate legends on the crew to right. do it. Right. A bit like so Athena, if, isn't it? Well, yeah, yeah, essentially. So if you have a pirate legend and say you've got, and you, you know, you and I and loads of folk in the chat, loads of folk who have been, who listen out there, who play Sea of Thieves, will either have been helped by a pirate legend to get to pirate legend, or they will have helped people become pirate legends. Um, there's a big thing about that in Sea of Thieves. It's a, it's a, it's a great thing. I've, you know, I, I remember countless people who helped me get a pirate legend. I have subsequently helped lots of people get there. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is a new way to do it as well. You can, you can take people on on a voyage, and you might take people that are very new at the game and go, well, look, this is what this is what will be awaiting for you when you get to pirate legend. Um, so I just, I think it's really cool. We knew it was coming out a bit later in season six, but we have a date. It is out, um, what is it, three weeks today? 21st of April? Oh my. 21st of April. Two weeks. Oh, two, two weeks. Two weeks today. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm quite excited about it, actually. I, um, I think it looks it looks pretty good. That um, sounds great, know, man. That sounds really good. I know people good. are quite excited. Um, and I do see Evil Monkey saying, and I did, yes, I also spotted this. Um, there's been a new update today, and they appear to be building something new. On one of the docks at each outpost. We've seen this before when the Castaway Shack finally appeared from the Pirates Life DLC. Mm-hmm. Well, there's more building supplies at those um, oh at those things. And with the adventures, there's a new mystery coming at some point as well. The murder mystery thing. We've been rescuing the people from Golden Sands from the forts. It, it's just amazing. Sea of Thieves is four years old and the amount of stuff they keep adding to the game it, it's great it's, it's it's really good and i think this is a big thing as well because it's one thing that has been lacking a little bit is just keeping those um sort that of late end, game end game yeah. kind of yeah. end game going and making it a bit more interesting hopefully it'll it'll continue that way but it, it, it looks really cool it looks really really cool magic yes, it was brilliant one question before we move on uh have mm-hmm. i missed the adventure I think you have. Can I think you the the pirate one. I it finished. In fact, no, it finishes right now. You can probably you just finish the podcast and go and do it. I think it's it finishes. The, in fact, do you know? I think you've probably missed it because the update did. Yeah. Oh man, I thought I might have midnight. Someone did say it's today. It finished. Yeah, it's no. today because it's at ten a.m. each Thursday when oh, they do their updates. It's gone, mate. Aye. So, well, I missed the first one, so I'm, it's not like I've missed. I broke my streak or anything. Um, thank you, Colin. That's excellent. Listen, yeah, I, 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 sorry, I did just mm-hmm. see Sherry Bobbin saying, "Is there any other game that works like this with constant updates and refreshes and additions?" Uh, yes, yes, there are a number of games that do this in the sort of live service um, format. Destiny 
uh, Destiny 2 are examples of it, things like that. And then obviously there's things like Fortnite and Apex Legends and all that that, that essentially do the same thing. Um, so so yeah, it's 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 a fairly tried and tested format, but I, I genuinely think Sea Thieves are one of the very best at it. They're certainly getting there with the addition of seasons and all that. I think they're they're now yeah. on the ball with it, and they've realised what they can be. I think rather than you know what they're maybe aspiring to be, they're now actually doing. But I, I think with the take time as well with the battle pass as well, um, and you as you said things like and and there is literally so much, so much to do in the game now, and yeah. We are talking about the fact that Pirate Legends were looking for a little bit more to do, um, but um, you know, there's a, there's an awful lot, and they're building the lore. The, mm-hmm. Obviously, the Pirates yeah. of the Caribbean stuff. We don't know whether or not that's going to open any more doors. People are, of course, saying, "Well, if they've got this deal with Disney, you know, will we ever see Captain Hook, for instance? Will we ever, you know, see a, um, what's his name, Salazar? He was a, uh, um, oh yeah, yeah." Uh, the character played by oh, uh, what's his name? Javier, Javier Bardem. Bardem. You know, uh, will we will we see him, for instance, come in? Will other characters from Pirates of the Caribbean turn up? You know, Captain Barbosa. We've not really seen him. Would he potentially appear? Would there be more Pirates of the Caribbean stuff, or would Disney potentially do that? And of course, Disney. Also, we've talked about this um, before, and there is a wonderful Monkey Island Easter egg. And Sea of Thieves already, but would would we ever see Guybrush Threepwood or Elaine Marley perhaps appearing in the in the Sea of Thieves? You know, there there's a lot of things they could do with it if they wanted. And of course, as Evil Monkeys just mentioned in there, there's a lot of books already. I've got one of the books, The Tales from the Sea of Thieves. There's so much lore: Arthur Pendragon, Flameheart, the Gold Hoarder, um, Duke himself. There's there's so much lore to play with. I mean, there's there's just no end to what they could tell um, and what they could do with the game and I, I'm I'm here for it. Fantastic. Fantastic. On that note, Colin, let me give you a crumb. Mm-hmm. crumbs. Because Return to Monkey Island is yes! coming out. A sequel to Monkey Island 2 is coming out. Well, I, I mean, what? 20, 30, 25 years? I can't even think. Monkey Island co-creator Ron Gilbert spearheading the project alongside fellow co-creator Dave Grossman and, and this is the question I asked when I watched the trailer, Dominic Armato will also return as fan-favourited voice of Guybrush Threepwood. I wasn't sure if that was the guy who did it. That, yeah, uh, so yeah, I, I believe he is the voice of, although I, I, I would never have known that name if you told me Dominic Armato, I don't think I would have ever been able to tell you that that's the guy. Yeah. But, you know, Guybrush Threepwood's voice is, there's only one voice. It's funny because I kind of always have known, I really only found the Monkey Island um, franchise properly. I remember playing them briefly um, at a friend's house um, years and years and years ago, but it never really kind of worked for me. Curse of Monkey Island blew me away, and of course that was the first one that had voice acting and had really great animation, and I just adored it. Mm. Um, So his voice is synonymous with that series, and I am so excited about a new Monkey Island. It's going to be great. It's going to be, that's the only crumb uh, that it takes a pedestal this week. That's, that's not a crumb. That's a whole big sandwich. Oh my days! That's a that's a uh, uh, cozy's croc monsieur. I don't know. I'm I just trying oh, to think of something that's remotely illiterate. I like that. 
like that. Um, yeah. How I, I, the, the fact that it's Ron Gilbert that's coming back. The only thing I would say is I'm not 100% sold in the art style. I don't know if you've seen the little trailer. I did. Uh, I'm, I'm not judging it. I'm, I'm going yes. to wait to see. I'm going to wait to see. Yes, I, I'm sort of exactly the same. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I know. Wasn't, was, I, know. I wasn't quite sure I liked the art style of it. I know, but I know. each game's had a very different art style, so I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. And as long as the writing's good and it's fun and it will inevitably be hilarious, um, and so I can I can overlook it. Excellent, excellent. Right, here's your subbies then, and there's no tune because there's no blender boy. <sighs> subbies. The little thing that makes Colin die inside. <laughs> Don't have dead air pillow. This is an audio podcast. <laughs> Here's your summons for you. Game Pass is coming. On the 5th of April, you're getting MLB The Show 22 and Cricket 22. Get that downloaded. Play it, Colin. Nope. 7th of April, you're getting Chinatown Detective Agency on console and PC. Dragon Age 2 on cloud. You can play it on your phone, Colin. Plants vs. Zombies, Garden Warfare on the cloud, and Star Wars Squadron on the cloud. We could play Star Wars Squadron on our phones. Pew, 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 pew. 12th of April... We can barely play it on our big tellies. Mm, this is true. 12th of April, one for Sherry Bobbins. Life is Strange, True Colours. It's coming to console, PC, and cloud. True Colours on Game Pass. Mm. The Dungeon mm. of Nehulbeek, the Amulet of Chaos on PC. Panzer Corps coming to PC also on the 12th of April. On the 14th of April, you're getting Lost in Random on console, PC, and Cloud games. Uh-huh. I want to see Random Bloke, friend yeah. of the podcast, streaming Lost in Random because I'd love to see Random Lost in Random. Random Lost in Random. <laughs> That's pleasing. That would be good. Your games are gold. From the 16th of March to the 15th of April, you get Street Power Soccer. April 1st to the 30th, another site. 1st to the 15th of April, Outpost Kaloki X. April 16th to April 30th, MX versus ATV Alive. And from the 16th of April to 15th of May, Hugh! Hugh! Games, I mean, Microsoft really should just give up with games of gold. I know, son, <laughs> they, I know. they effectively have. I know. Jeez, oh. On the PlayStation t- side of town, March, uh, no, it's April, tell a lie, Hood Outlaws and Legends on PS5 and 4, uh, SpongeBob SquarePants, Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated on PS4, and Slay the Spire on PS4. And that is your Sabbies. Sabby, 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 sabbies. Um, we actually, um, we tentatively mentioned this last time. I'm going off script, Paolo. Um, <gasps> we mentioned this at the end of our last stream. Hold on to your potatoes, um, everyone. But uh, PlayStation have announced their new uh, PlayStation Plus uh, upgrade tiers. Indeed. Um, which which is essentially going to be, I guess, it's it's not quite there yet, I don't think, but it's kind of, Sony's sort of answer to Game Pass. Well, I mean, it's 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 a fair answer to Game Pass, I would say. Yeah, I, I mean, w- it's I not... want to see the games. I I want to see what games are on there. Yeah. Um, 
because it, they're claiming it's what over 400 games or something so that's good that's that's mm-hmm. the kind of amount we want to see but mm-hmm. you know are, are, are they going to be on par with, with game pass do you know what i mean the, the the thing the thing game pass has got over it so i've just stomped in on you <laughs> You're no, thinking, no, you're fine. You're absolutely um, fine. I'm just checking something. The, you know, Game Pass, one of the big appeals for Game Pass is that you're now going to get Bethesda on game game day one. So, you know, when, when Starfield comes out, you're going to get Starfield on day one on Game Pass. I can't see Sony, you know, giving you, uh, you know, whatever, Ratchet & Clank sequel on day one on this PS Plus. Do you know what I mean? Well... Or an see, infamous son. The next whether they'll be day one, I'm not sure. Do you know what I mean? And that's the issue because Game Pass, that's what is so impressive about Game Pass. Mm-hmm. I still don't really know how Microsoft can... Je- well, I think the only way they can really make it work with the sums is Microsoft are just eating a lot of a lot of the cost. They're just going well. And it's, it's clearly working in their favour because Game Pass subscribed are mental and let's be honest microsoft and xbox have never really been known for their exclusives have mm-hmm, they that's mm-hmm. it's never really been it's not what they've it, done not what they've it's a for. much it will it would be a much bigger difference to sony's um sort of business model if they were to suddenly give away their exclusives for free because their exclusives are massive sellers. Well, that's what they go for, yeah. Um, but you know, like Microsoft don't go come and play Sea of Thieves exclusively on I mean, Xbox, I genuinely, you know I mean? I've said this before, the, the bloody should because it, it's genuinely, I don't think there's a game like it but anywhere else they, properly. They don't fly but, that yeah. fly because as, as you say, that's they've not got the power, they've not got that weight of, oh, a Microsoft exclusive? Hmm? You're a bit like, oh. you know, whereas yeah. a Sony exclusive has got this, this, uh, this uh, sheen on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, I would just like to say, by the way, um, so I'm just, I've just checked this, oh, and as far as I'm aware, this is still possible. Mm-hmm. PlayStation Plus, um, Platinum. Or uh, which is or PS Plus Premium, I can't remember what it's called, but the top end one that features all this stuff, right? That is going to basically cost um, about a tenner a month, so it's going to be around ninety ninety nine pounds ninety nine in the UK. Don't say that out loud. My wife's listening. How, however, <laughs> however, much like Game Pass, and you and I both benefited from the sneaky, sneaky get-yourself-a-good-deal-on-game-pass deal where there was an upgrade thing, they are at the moment allowing um, existing PS Now memberships who have their memberships stacked um, in the run-up to June 22 when it launches um, to automatically, for the duration of their their thing, um, get get the the top tier. So basically, if you were to buy a one year membership of PS Now around about just now, um, you could use various websites like CD Keys or something like that to get a nice little discount on it. You would be paying roughly fifty quid, and then you'd get a year of PS Premium. So you you would essentially be getting it for half the price. Ah, uh, I don't know because you you're actually looking at it now, but I could be wrong. But I think they may have receded that now. 
Have they? I do. Have they? I don't I'm, know because I saw I'm it. Just trying to check whether that, I, I can only find an article about it. I saw it a few days ago they were talking about yeah. that, and then I think a couple of days after that they changed it so that that wasn't happening. But everybody got it in that couple of days. But then I think they might have stopped it. But I could be wrong. I'm just wrong. I'm just trying to see if I can find a more up to date. While you're doing that, I'm going to agree with Sherry Bobbins for a, a comment that she made earlier about Dragon Tattoo, remaking the Dragon Tattoo. Pointless remake. I liked, I love David Fincher as well, but you didn't need it. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Uh, Evil Monkey says, PlayStation Plus is to games what Xbox Series X and S is to consoles. That's a riddle. That's 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 nobody that's... knows which one is the good one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, listen. Let's not forget the my long-standing thing about Xbox's ridiculously confusing way of naming consoles. Um, nobody would fall for PS, that, mate. PS Now. People <laughs> did. No, no, nobody would ever order the wrong yeah. console. That's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, nobody would order the, the wrong. Console. I got excited. I got excited. As anybody could have made the same mistake. It's unreal. It's unreal. Um, Just while you're looking, I will fill by saying I, I'm excited for the PS Plus thing, but I think I have to. I have to see the games. I have to see what games are going to be there. I don't want it to be, you know, oh here's PS3 games and and here's all the kind of independent games that we have, but you're not getting the shiny ones. You're not gonna, you need to buy the shiny ones. You know what I mean? I, what I assume they'll do is they will probably have a certain game in a, a spotlight. They kind of did this with PS Now, where they would cycle some of their big games in. Mm -hmm. So for a couple of months, it was God of War, and then it was Horizon Zero Dawn or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, so I wonder if it'll be something more like that. I... I know Returnal, as far as I'm aware, Returnal is going to be one of them. There is a couple of them they have confirmed. Uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales is going to be one. I've not played that. I'd quite like to have a go at that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the, the added thing at the top end tier is that you also get um, you also get the, the, the PS1 uh, and PS2 and PS3 games as well from the back catalogue, it could be really great to play some of them back. You can download, you don't have to just stream, you can only stream the PS3 ones because of the architecture issue. PS3 is an interesting beast. It was a brilliant console. I love PS3, but one of the best things about PS3 is it gave us PS4 because Sony then went, let's let's let, let's stop trying to do the cell processor thing. Let's, let's go back to essentially making it a PC hmm. and with a controller. And and as a result, PS4. I mean, honestly, what a console the PS4 was. Mm -hmm. It was really your first proper PlayStation, and well, it was, it was your first my ever first PlayStation. PlayStation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a brilliant machine. Resogun for machine. life, mate. Resogun for life. Resogun, Resogun MVP. <laughs> um, so there was like inconclusive your your research there. It's, you were on the spot to be fair, so yeah. Yeah, I, I can't really. Don't worry about it. Don't stress. Find a confirmation. Just I will listen. try to. Everybody, find out everybody listening, that's pressuring poor Colin to look this up right now. Go and find out yourself. Aye. Go and find out yourself. <laughs> I kind of get the impression it will be okay because I don't see how they can. Unless they stop selling PS Now subscriptions, I don't really know how they can really 
stop you doing it. Well, who knows? There might be just a rider in it that's it's it's going to go down to the next level. Maybe. Who knows? I don't know. Who don't knows? Know. Listen, time is marching on, Colin. Um, it is. We'll, we'll maybe touch on that next week. Hopefully, we might know a bit more details we'll about have, it. We can. We will have confirmation on that by then, <laughs> hopefully, and it will be too late. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, listen, tell us what games you've been playing. Well, let, listen, we did a game of Dread Hunger, didn't we? We did. The community. Um, this is your game. Do you know what I mean, this I do is, love this game. Yeah. Uh, Colin was in fine thrall form last Thursday. Um. It's good. You get anything else to say about Dread Hunger? We've said quite a yeah, lot. Yeah, listen, there's not a massive amount to say, really, that we haven't already said. Um, they are continuing to upgrade the, or update the game. They're sort of tweaking things, um, little rebalances and things like that, which I think are really helping the game. I bloody love it. I really, it really, really love it. I think it's a fabulous game. I really do think people should check it out on Steam. I believe it is... Um, one that will potentially be coming to console at some point. I think it could work brilliantly on console at some point. Um, but I, I just love the game. I thought uh, the games we had uh, last week on the Nearly Men channel, the VOD is still available on twitch.tv slash the Nearly Men, um, were some really good games, really mm-hmm. good games. We had mm-hmm. a, a lot of great people playing with us, and everybody really was was playing very well i i genuinely did have a very good i was the thrall a couple of times <laughs> and i i had some really good sort of thrall behavior um but i thought everyone was playing it very very well um everyone started to learn a bit more about it now wasn't it Lindsay yeah. Lindsay Mar had a yeah. game as well didn't she Lindsay made made her debut and played very well um yes it, it it's a game that takes quite a while i think to sort of get used to it mm-hmm. it's very difficult and it's it's a lot of fun but once you once you get into the swing of things and get quite good at it and start to really learn to lie to people um <laughs> it makes an awful lot but you know i've just had so much fun and i gave i remember use 83 uh, i found him one time and he, he basically i managed to convince him to make me a pistol he said if i make you this gun you're not allowed to kill me. And I said, absolutely not. No bother at all, mate. And then I shot him in the back of the head. <laughs> I, just, me. I just love the fact. And then, of course, that was that same game where Paolo heard the gunfire and then sort of like came out of the blizzard like, oh, oh no, I heard gunfire. And I was like, yep, bag shot him too. <laughs> Unreal, man. Um, it's just one of those games. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, it's one of those games, much like Sea of Thieves. It, it's a kind of tools, not rules sort of game. Where what I really like about it, much like Sea of Thieves, is the sort of adventures you can have mm-hmm. in the environment they've created for you and the game they've made for you. I just, I just love it, and I just hope it continues to get added to. I would love them to add some more maps. The new map that they did add fairly recently is excellent, quite different from the other ones. Um, and I do hope that they can continue to add more stuff fairly regularly. It does look like the roadmap hasn't really mentioned a new map. They have other things and uh, a lot of cosmetic stuff and things like that, mm. but I'm, I'm hoping that there'll be some new maps on the way as well. Nice. What else have you been playing, my man? Um, so let me see. I've obviously been playing Sea of Thieves, but I have to say the one game that has really, really been taking uh, taking up my time has been Elden Ring. Oh, my um, it's fantastic. It is absolutely fantastic. I 
I, you know, a lot of people were super hyped for this game, obviously. I wasn't that bothered about it, even though I'm essentially the kind of main Souls guy out of the out of the nearly minute. The, these games are more my games than anybody else's, really. I'm kind of more into them. Yeah. But but Elden Ring was a, I was a bit like oh I don't know and then I remember seeing a gameplay trailer for it at one of the um, it was either a state of play or whatever um, and I saw this open world fight on horseback against the dragon and I was just like that <laughs> looks amazing um, <laughs> February came and of course it's it's now infamous infamous um the, that particular night where the three of us all convinced one another that we were all buying Elden Ring <laughs> and we basically all finished the podcast and we all bought Elden Ring um and I, I, I find it really interesting because um I'm um about 60 hours in now uh, I am still finding areas that I that the game that I'd never found. I'm still finding things in areas I thought I'd completely fully explored. Um, mm-hmm. I'm at a really nice it, it, sort of part in the game where I'm I'm kind of able to handle most most things I'm coming across. But every so often I'll come across a boss or a mini boss who gives me a bit of a doing, and I'm quite enjoying that. It's <laughs> it's not it's not super hard kind of grindiness but at the same time there's a challenge um and i just can't believe how brilliant the open world is and how beautiful it looks and just the the scale of it is extraordinary um i'm i'm really blown away by it and it's really funny because i I sort of mentioned this before that um there's already been a number of good games released this year there has been some really good games released this year. Horizon Forbidden West, which actually is kind of on the back burner for me at the moment, but that is a fabulous game. It's really, <laughs> really good. Um, obviously, there's Elden Ring. It looks like God of War might come out this year. There's various other games that are on their way, but I kind of feel that even if Elden Ring doesn't end up the best game of the year, which, I mean, it very well could be, but mm-hmm. it might not be the best game of the year, but it's I feel it's still going to be the game of the year because literally everybody's been playing it or talking about it. And it just, I, I can't really remember a game that everybody's been talking about this quite year's, as much. This year's Animal Crossing, mate. Well, well, that is a good point. It is that sort of thing that there was a huge, do you remember the start of lockdown? And, 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 um, Animal Crossing kind of benefited because yeah. everybody went into lockdown and they're all like, oh, yes, we can all play Animal Crossing. Best um, release ever. And, uh, yeah, Nintendo manufactured it. Can you imagine I actually said that? <laughs> that was a joke. That was a joke. And I've even finished it. They're always listening, man. They're always I listening. I know. I <laughs> Mario's going to appear behind me with a garrote, a piano wire and kill me. It's a me, your murderer. Oh, oh, that's grim. Yeah. Oh, that's a sketch, though. Remember that? Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Copyright Colin and M. The yeah, nail man. Done. Nice one. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. Do, do you know? And you know, I'm kind of surprised that I like Elden Ring this much. I kind of knew I would like it. I just wasn't sure I'd like it as much. But what I'm really pleased with is how much you like it. Yes. 
I am surprised because that's that. a bit more of a surprise. I'm surprised by how much I like it. Um, you know, I've I've always been I've said this a million times in the podcast. I'll not go over ground, but I've always intrigued uh, by Dark Souls, and I, I tend to play it but get bored, and I want to like it. That's the thing. I want to like it. And then I just I play it and it's like uh, and when I get stuck I'm like okay so I'm stuck so you know Elden Ring's the perfect tonic of well go and do something else and it's just I I I just love going about doing stuff I, I've got no interest in doing the big bosses really the story bosses that, I'm getting to them I've done the first one now uh, but I've, I'm not rushing up the castle to do the second one I, I ended up going a different way and going south and down there and mm-hmm. doing bits and bobs down there and. You know, it's just, it's it's great, and, you know, it's wonderful when you look in that great map. It's got a brilliant in-game map, hasn't it? And you just see a wee, a wee building, and you're like, I wonder what that is. I wonder if that is something, or just a wee ruin. And, and Spoiler, adventure. it's always something. It's always something. <laughs> it's, it's always so something. Good. It's so good. And um, just the, it's, I, I wonder if playing Returnal has helped me with Souls, uh, Souls games that is because I read a great article about Elden Ring and Souls games in general and, and the person was saying it's great because what you have to do is you have to look at dying differently than you would mm-hmm. a normal game it's, you're not dying, it's not a failure if you die because you're learning and blah 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 blah. and I wonder if Returnal kind of prepared me for that with that constant dying and and it trained me because it was a bit more sci-fi and things. I was a bit more into it quicker. Uh-huh. So I wonder if that that repetition has then prepared me now that I've went to this. I, I play it differently. I, I don't know. I don't know. But it's, as you say, it's just it's gorgeous looking. And every time I watched a trailer for it and everything, I thought, oh, it just looks like a kind of an older game. It looks a bit kind of, um, a bit textury and things like that. But once you play it, once you're in it, it's a different experience completely. It's such a pretty game. I, I, it's great fun. It's great fun. It's it. It really is. I'm I'm sort of you know not. Uh, I'm kind of not surprised because obviously I've played a lot of these Souls games, and you know from Soft have always had a habit of just making really brilliant things and and, and really beautiful looking designs and all that mm-hmm. um however what i am i'm yet still so blown away by things that i find in the game i'm like who came up with this ah, I, I, it looks amazing grotesque things and grotesquely beautiful and creepy and then g- genuinely oh. haunting there's a i don't know if you've I don't think you've happened across the particular creature I'm talking about yet, because you will know when you find them. What was the term um, you used? <laughs> major was it, no, it wasn't. Major blood run cold. It was. It was I think, well, I definitely did say it made my blood run cold, but God knows what. Well, else there was something have, you said that was a great turn of phrase. I thought that's brilliant. <laughs> I may have said something more more unpleasant, but I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, what about you, Paolo? What have you been playing? Well, do you know uh, what have I been playing? I've been playing a lot of Star Citizen again. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm still loving it. I, I, I had to throttle back. I had to remind myself that I'm not a Star Citizen streamer. And I had to throttle back and kind of start introducing other things back into my streams because I was just, I was being overwhelmed. I'm consumed by it. And it's just, it's such a good game. And I always come back to the, the, the promise of it, the potential it's got. Mm-hmm. And just bits that are added. There's a, a big update coming soon that's going to add things like ship to ship refueling. You're going to be able to sell loot now, different things like that, and, and kind of 
uh, quality of life things and all that jazz. Yeah. But it's just great, you know, today, I streamed it today and it was great. I had Jabrias with me and, uh, you know, he got a crime stat, so we had to go and clear his name and um, someone blew up my ship while we were there and then Johnny Caput came out of nowhere to save us and took us back to civilization. It's just that that, that world is just great fun. It's just... Brilliant. It's just so much fun. Um, and I, I, I just can't get enough of it, basically. Can't get enough of it. But I've went on and on about it, so I'll not, I'll not go further. <laughs> um, another game I've been playing is Formula One, which is... I, again, I've been consumed by Formula One as well. I, I, you I, have? I got right back into it. Um, Particularly because the season is starting, and I've I loved Formula One as a kid, and um, Tommy B in the community is a great Formula One fan, and he, you know, he was kind of building up to the the season starting again. He said, "Oh, drive and to he survive." Got you hyped. I said, "Drive to survives on Netflix. Watch that if you're kind of want to kind of catch up with what's going on." And it's as you know, it's a brilliant show. It's it's um, very very much goes for the drama and the the over overplay the drama but um what it does is it's a great education into who's who and i, I came in <laughs> i came in are you laughing at this video <laughs> just looking at you doing an austin Powers style 400 point turn <laughs> get out of the pits i hit the wall i was in trouble <laughs> the, um, it's, it's a great who's who and, and you know watching the the season four, four of that I feel good at this season. I know exactly who everybody is. I know who the good teams are. I know who the good drivers are. I know who the baddies are in inverted commas, all that kind of stuff. And mm -hmm. it's, I'm just right back in. I'm thrown back in. And I'm lucky that I can watch Sky as well so I can actually watch the races. So it's 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 threw me back in. So we're going to have a, a wee community league on a, mm -hmm. a Monday night on my channel. Um, there's a good wee handful of us going to be doing it. It's going to be absolutely chaos because none of us can actually finish a race because we just end up getting spitted off. And you know, once you're off, that's you. You're kind of out, kind of thing. But it's so much fun, and uh, it's great because we've been playing it. You know, we've not been doing like five, five laps. We've been doing a kind of mid race where it's like eighteen laps. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's, it, the, the tension is unbelievable as you try to survive. Basically, it's not about it's not about winning. You're just trying to finish the race. It's so much fun, so much fun. So that'll be Monday nights on my channel. We're going to do Formula One as of the eighteenth of April, which will be great fun. Nonsense. Nonsense. Nice. Let me tell you about the viewers' games. Uh, Bry22 has been in touch. Uh, I've been playing. He says, hi. Bry says, hi. That's hi. Nice hi, Bry. I've been playing Overcooked 2, Total War Medieval, Potion Craft, World War Z, and some Solitaire. Plus a bit of Sea of Thieves and Wasteland 2. And then he jumps in by saying, oh, I had to edit this as I forgot I've played Phasmo almost every evening with friends, even if just two or three maps. Paul Kaczynski, you want to come play some phasmophobia with me? No. Not a phasmo <laughs> fan, are you, Paolo? Ah, it's terrifying. I don't like it, mommy. It's quite good, but it's a spooky game. Paolo's no built for the spooky games. Aww. And of course, it is the game where Spooky Kid. Spooky Kid, indeed, the original. Was, uh, the first appeared. <laughs> spooky Kid. So funny. So funny. Tommy B's been in touch. Simply says, F1. That's all he's been playing, yep. Formula 1. He did move first, to be fair. So. Fair enough. <laughs> Lindsay Marr, I've been playing Unpacking, which is weirdly addictive and relaxing. Nice. I quite I've seen unpacking. the aforementioned Random Bloke stream this before. Mm. That looks a lot of fun, Aye. actually. That's a game that I think Sherry Bobbins would quite like, actually. Indeed, indeed. Mm. Uh, it satisfies OCD itches. If you're a wee bit Monica, as they say. It was Sherry Bobbins is a wee bit. And Sherry Bobbins likes, you know, everything in its place. Mm -hmm. 
Um, all, all the good places. I think, all I the good think, people uh, are. Aye. All the good people are. That's the Toaster says he's been getting his ass kicked at golf. He has. Golf this week mm-hmm. was pretty hard going. It's all open this week. Uh, so thank you for getting in touch. If you want to do, if, if you want to do, if you want to get in touch, then here's how you can do it. Love to hear from you. Find us on Facebook as The Nearly Men, Twitter and Instagram, where we are at Nearly Men, or email info at thenearlymen.com. Indeed. Right, here's your new releases, people. Hold your breath. You are getting Chrono Cross, the Radical Dreamers edition on Switch on the 7th. That's today. Tomorrow, the 8th, you're getting Dream Vibe on PC. 12th, you're getting 13 Sentinels, Aegis Rim on Switch. On the 14th, you can get Cat Cafe Manager. I'm looking at you, Mimi Cattails. PC and Switch. Tormented Souls on the Switch. And the 15th, you get Taito Milestones. On the 20th, you can get Ember Knights on PC. 20th, also you're getting Star Wars The Force Unleashed on Switch. That's going to be just as bad as Jedi Outcast, isn't it? You can feel it. Uh, well, S- yeah, same same company, same company. Twenty uh, first, you're getting Anushard on the PC, Xbox, Switch, and Lumot, the Master Mode Chronicles, PC, PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. And finally, Velon on PC on the twenty first. Indeed, Kaczynski. Uh, you're not Kaczynski. I'm Kaczynski. <laughs> I'm just saying my name, Kaczynski. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, anything you put in the teleprompter, Kaczynski will read. It's not even there. I know it's not even there. You just literally just know. you just think about yourself all the time. I was just excited I was here. Everyone likes to think that I'm the egotist of the nearly men, but I think we've just found the truth. Was there anything exciting ha- exciting happening in chat, Mr. Little? <laughs> Would, would you like me to move on? Kyle, Please, let's. Um, spare gonna, your blushes. Just go and drink my whiskey. Be quiet. Yeah, so we have had uh, various folk chatting away. A couple of things. The wee Maverick uh, declared, Ooh, Captain Hook, I love Pan. She loves Peter um, Pan. Yeah, I honestly think Peter Pan, um, the whole Peter Pan sort of thing, would work really well in Sea of Thieves. Would, wouldn't it? Actually? Um, the idea of Captain Hook or or the Lost Boys and Peter Pan and all that could be very very cool, and of course with the with the veil and the fact that the Sea of Thieves sort of lives kind of in this otherworldly world, you know could could never you know never never land potentially, you know could could the 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 kind of the veil possibly bring more it brought Jack Sparrow through to the Sea of Thieves could it bring could it bring others I I think it could be very cool. Um, and of course, stylistically, it would work very well as uh, as uh, Wee Mav says. Mm. Um, uh, it, 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 it would fit right in. Sherry Bobbins on the the news that uh, tr- uh, life is strange. True, True lies. You remember call it coming- there. <laughs> 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 um, is coming to Game Pass. Sherry Bobbins declared, "Collins night streams are no more because I will be playing." That's it. So there we are. Big fan of the Life is Strange games. Um, Evil Monkey mentioned that that they played Weird West, which is a nice game. That's the one from Devolver Digital. It's free on Game Pass. Apparently, this game is excellent. Mm. I was looking at it because I was very excited. I thought it would work very well for uh, Neil Lemon um, stream, and that was the plan until I realised it was single player only, um, which is a real shame. But uh, apparently, it's very, very good. Very, very good. Um, 
Sherry Bobbins again talking about Dread Hunger actually said that's one of the games I really enjoy watching. I think it I think it is a very good game to watch. Uh, and Ride or Die, as it pains to say, that they have only been Athena grinding and grinding. I'm, I, I expect nothing less. And he means he's um, only Athena as in he's doing nothing else. Doing that's nothing with the he's farm. Working on Athena. He's Athena grind. That's his job. That's his life. That's it. Um, <laughs> and also, as a shout out, there's double rep for Athena tomorrow oh. in the Sea of Thieves. Oh um, so there you are. There you are. There's uh, some some options tomorrow on the Sea of Thieves for people. And of course, there's a Golden Glory weekend this weekend as well. Um, yeah, lovely jubbly, lovely jubbly. Well, listen. We've went a wee bit over time, but hey, it's been a pleasure talking to you. I, I really yeah. enjoyed talking about the remakes, I have to say. That's what held us up. Yes. I know that bit about Blunder and his budgie smugglers. Do you think Blunder Boy's listened to... Blunder smugglers. Anyways, do you think what? he's done the whole... <laughs> he's done the whole... I'll listen to 10 minutes of it, see if they mention me at the start. No. I think, I think he'll do that. I think he'll listen to the open. Then once we go to the housekeeping, he'll switch I think off. I give them far too much credit. That's what he's done. Because he'll listen to see if we've done anything... So I, I think we need to test them now. We need to okay. test them now. So Blunderboy, if you're listening, then you have to message us a phrase. What phrase has he got in messages? Um, something random. Like, uh, uh, like uh, uh, he listens on double speed. That's what I'm going to do. Tell me you listen on double speed, Blunder. Yeah. I mean, he's going to have scrubbed all the way through it, if anything, isn't uh, he? <laughs> They'll have used some of his technologies to flag I mean, up what his name's mentioned. Do. That's what I do as well, to be honest. But, uh... <laughs> Unreal. With his, his oily body. His oily body and his budgie smugglers. And his, and his budgie smugglers. <laughs> Gosh. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode 106 of the Nearly Men Video Games Podcast. It's been a pleasure having you all here, live in the chat, and also listening wherever you are now. Episode 107 will be here on the 21st of April, live on twitch.tv slash the Nearly Men, as well as all your podcast players as well. Mr. Little, have yes. you got anything else to say before we go? Uh, no, no, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. I, I just uh, thank, thank you everybody for cool. listening. That was, as Paolo said, that was a lot of fun talking about the remakes. And uh, you know, let us know what what you lot think out there about remakes um, for for next time. Nice. And this episode of the podcast, Colin, out of ten, what would you give it? Uh I would give it a fifteen. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's, that's... Take that, blunder boy. <laughs> Shove that in your budgie smugglers. We'll see you all in a couple of weeks, guys. Have a good time. Bye-bye. <laughs>